What if we exchanged the dreariness and bleakness of winter into a delicious devotion that we get to descend into? A cocoon of coziness and a time of re-envisioning our lives in front of crackling fires and flaming candles, cups of tea, and the comfort of blankets and all the things that we find joy in. I believe winter has so much to offer. It is a gorgeous season wherever you are in the world and whatever it looks like. It is a season that has so much to give. And we get to see the joy in the art of wintering. If you want to learn how to romanticize and build joy in this season, especially if it's challenging, then this episode is for you. I am unabashedly in love with winter. Both as a season in our hormonal cycle as women, a season of permeability and release, softness and receptivity, envisioning and stillness, as well as a season we see in nature, the utter peace and stillness as snow falls to the ground and creates both an acoustic and sonic effect of peace and quietness and light. I'm absolutely in love with the way we can create coziness and cuddle up with blankets and a cup of tea or hot cocoa in your hand and a great book. I absolutely adore how it feels when you've been outside and it's really cold and you come inside and it's warm and the contrast is just so comforting. It's a season of magic for me in the most whimsical and childlike way possible and I hope that you get to create that magic for yourself in some way. I'm reminded of fairy tales and beautiful stories, folklore, and just coming to stillness. It's a season of nostalgia and remembering melodies like Dancing bears, painted wings, things I almost remember And a song someone sings once upon a December And so on and so forth. You probably remember that from Anastasia. I prefer the Russian version, which I've also covered um, semi-successfully. <laughs> but this winter has been an interesting one for me, of course, as I'm gearing up for change, for big change. And I wanted to create a special episode on how to enjoy wintering as a way of being wherever you are in the world and however you'd like to spend your winter. I'm inviting you into this beautiful, comforting cocoon of finding comfort and coziness 
in the midst of this season, especially if it is a hard one for you. And the lack of light, especially here in the north where I come from, is sometimes quite taxing and people are often suffering from um, depression this time of year. And I believe that we can turn that around with the, with the power of our intention and with the power of romanticizing our lives, romanticizing the season that we're in, no matter what the weather is like, no matter if you have snow outside or not, if it's bleak and dark, you can still romanticize that and find ways to enjoy the season of wintering. So I have a list of things that I want to offer you as invitations to bring into your daily life um, as you are finding ways to enjoy winter, especially if it is a little challenging for you. And also I want to share my note on some of the, you know, things that been has been talked about around um, this season and how in the new year we set all these intentions. We have the word of the year, which I've also shared mine with you in previous episodes and how it's not a season that we're called into massive action and all of that. And I have some notes and insights around that sort of <laughs> conflict, if you will, of whether we should be like completely resting and cocooning or if we should actually be setting intentions. So I'll also share that in this episode. I hope you have your cozy cup of tea or I don't know maybe you're drinking coffee I hope not on an empty stomach though <laughs> or hot cocoa and let's just imagine that we're sitting in front of a crackling fire or we have candles in front of us and it's just real cozy and nice so let's jump into the list of things that I recommend that I absolutely love incorporating into my day-to-day -day life during the winter season okay so just a few notes like if we're thinking about the season of wintering as well as your period being a season of wintering inside your menstrual cycle it is a time of receiving seeds of inspiration so it really is a time when we are more permeable because of our hormonal makeup that's like in our hormonal cycle when we're releasing blood and it is a great time to release the old and envision the new so how can we do this um during winter the longer winter like we're talking months here in finland it's like feels like winter lasts the longest of all the seasons uh, because spring very much looks like winter until i don't know may <laughs> so we've got to make sure that we enjoy it unless we want to spend half the year in misery 
right? Um, so it's a great time to be journaling, to be creating vision boards, to be really s planting those seeds of what we want to embark upon, what are the projects that we want to jump into, and who we are truly becoming. Getting really clear on who is the woman that I'm becoming in this season. And what are the seeds that I'm planting in this season? I'm thinking like cozy days at home, candles and twinkly lights, using those all the time. And we still have like it's it's the 9th of January right now and I am not going to take our Christmas lights and Christmas decor away or the Christmas tree, which is fake, of course. I'm not going to take them away. I'm not going to put them away. It's just you can't um, convince me that now the Christmas is over. You have to take all the fun stuff away. You have to put them in the cupboard. You have to put them in the closet for next year. And I'm like, why? <laughs> why? Why do we have to do that? Like people around me complain about the dreariness of January and how dark it still is and I'm like, yeah, and at the same time, you're like, well, now it's the 6th of January, so we're going to take all the Christmas stuff away, and why? If it brings you joy, if it just <clears throat> brings sparkle into your life, why would you put that away? So me and my husband are very much on board with this. We do not touch our twinkly lights and Christmas tree and all the fun stuff that, you know, bring up or bring that little oomph and sparkle and fun into the darkness of January and even February. Um, so yeah, that's what we do. You can't convince me to take those down, put them away, because why the heck not? The Christmas tree is just a winter tree. You can call all of these decorations wintry decorations. So yeah, that's just my spiel on that. My manifesto <laughs> my my agreement with myself and with my husband were we're like it doesn't make any sense why would you make it more dreary than it has to be <laughs> right so just a side note there <laughs> i get surprisingly passionate about this it's weird <laughs> um we're right anyway moving on <laughs> i want you to think about winter as a time of getting back to the hearth of your home that is your kitchen like how much time are you allowing yourself to spend time in your kitchen preparing slow cooked meals thinking like soups and broths and just these hearty meals that are so fulfilling using seasonal vegetables and seasonal products Oh, it just it's the perfect time and I hope that in the busyness of your life you get to carve out that time for yourself and your family for your health. I absolutely loved how Sina Maria in um, one of the recent episodes, uh, the latest interview that I had, she talked about the importance of slow health and slow cooking and how that is part of the pro-metabolic pro lifestyle and how it's so healing. It is restorative. It is healing. It is the complete opposite of the fast-paced, everything to me right now, order, 
order um, fast food with your phone and it's uh, at your door and of course (laughs) there may be moments when that is fun but it shouldn't be our lifestyle really if we want to be healthy so taking time to slow cook and perhaps make your first bone broth yourself get those bones yourself I've made it and it's it's fun I don't always do that I also buy um, organic bone broth um, from the store if it's available and just preparing these warm hearty wonderful filling meals that don't just nourish my body but also the act of cooking nourishes my soul and my mind so that is another point that I'd like to throw in here Um, I absolutely love special teas like spicy teas like Christmas teas and and of course I'm always using my organic raw cacao and making hot cocoa from that I'm using my special tea cups not the you know everyday mundane ones but I make it a special occasion when I'm drinking cocoa or tea it's just a way for me to romanticize that and use my special uh, cups and and plates if if I want just for this you know just for the sake of it just for the heck of it I don't have to have a special occasion for that um I love to focus on restorative practices in winter so uh, thinking like okay what do we have Uh, movement therapy somatic practices emotional reprocessing journaling and practicing stillness being in nature and really envisioning what is to come and what it is that I would like to receive in this moment or in this season so whatever feels restorative to you and your system it most likely isn't a fast-paced thing um, doing HIIT workouts and um, depriving yourself of calories but rather finding the nourishment in moving and eating and being present mindfully, taking in every moment as a gift where you can recenter and refocus. Of course, um, I can't talk about enjoying winter and romanticizing it without talking or mentioning books. <laughs> And reading, I absolutely love to read nonfiction as well as whimsical fiction. So oh, it's just so nice. And I know that once this baby comes, I won't be able to, most likely won't be able to have the time to read for pleasure. So I'm enjoying it now while it lasts. <laughs> but if you do have a moment in the evening or whenever... For yourself, I highly recommend that you jump into this whimsical, magical, beautiful, wintry world where you can just be immersed in that world inside your mind. It is highly engaging. Put on some music, the background that makes it even more of an immersive um, experience for you. Um, I do have a lot of like fantasy type recommendations if you are interested I won't be mentioning them here, but I'll put some of those titles in the show notes if you are curious. If you'd like to pick up a book that takes you into a magical wintry forest type of environment where adventure happens and um, 
oh, it's just so good. I, I love it. <laughs> I'm so here for it. And winter is a prime time to be enjoying that while it's cold outside. And you can just, you know, you get to cuddle up with a blanket and a hot, hot cup and enjoy the book. Right. Then I would like to mention taking up something that you can learn, something new, like an online course, um, anything that inspires you, something that is out of the box, something that really um, takes you from the mundane, takes you away from something that you are already currently doing or or you're active around. Of course, it can be something to deepen your skills in something that is important to you right now in this season. Absolutely. But it's also fun to learn about something that isn't like super relevant to your life exactly in this moment. I recommend um, Wondrium, which is a, a website, like a... It's a streaming service. It's, it's like Netflix, but it's for documentaries and uh, lectures of anything and everything that you could think of. Like, we're, we're talking history, we're talking science, psychology, art, cooking, um, neuroscience, what, like, whatever, religion, um, literature, like, Anything that you could think of that you'd like to go to school to take up a course on, just for the heck of it, just for funsies, then I totally recommend Wondrium as a subscription service um, to learn something new. It's been one of my absolute favorites. I've been taking courses or going through these video courses on like like um, Irish history and Celtic history, um, a lot of history-related <laughs> uh, topics, literature, psychology, um, culture, um, mythology, um, the occult, <laughs> all kinds of things that I'm just interested in and want to know more about. So Wondrium is a service that it's like a documentary slash lecture learning uh, Netflix that I do recommend. Next up, not a surprise, put on background music to make you feel like you are in a movie. Okay? Imagine you come into my house, and or not house, this apartment, <laughs> our apartment. You will hear music on the background. There will be at least an ASMR ambiance video on the background at all times we are just fans of that and I'm so happy that I married a man who is absolutely fine with this has never complained that I always have something like music or or an ambiance video on the background he's never complained I'm so grateful <laughs> um, I mean he could he could have an issue with that I realize but anyway, imagine you're walking into our apartment and hopefully you feel all cozy and because it's not a big apartment and there will be music, there will be an ASMR video type um, on. It just transports you into a beautiful world. Perhaps there's a, because we don't have a fireplace and I would just love to have a fireplace. 
there's a um a fireplace ambiance going on where we have the sounds at least of that makes me feel like I do have a fireplace and and some gentle music or it takes you to a world of of um, Middle Earth or or Harry Potter or something like that that I just enjoy and one of my favorite YouTube um, channels are ASMR weekly and ambient worlds and the vault of ambiance but there are so many and you can literally search for anything like uh, period movies like um, if you want to go back in time and be like in England and it can be like really specific like romantic period uh, manner ambiance or whatever It, it could be anything literally or or New York apartment with a crackling fireplace. <laughs> it's just the options are endless. But the point is that it makes me feel like I'm in a movie, like I'm playing um, a lead character in a movie, and it makes it more magical for me. And I absolutely love it. And then what I also love to do is pick up a magical winter palette for you know decorations. Um, interior design and clothes like what colors bring me that kind of warmth that sensation of oh I'm so cozied up I love this season like what are the colors that bring me joy in this season I absolutely love my reds my my Christmas reds and greens (laughs) those are my favorite colors and we do have lots of those colors in our living room Um, as a result so that brings me so much coziness when I have my red carpets and green everywhere. This this deep, luscious green and yeah, it's so much fun. And also thinking about my clothes, like what makes me feel good. And picking up a feminine dress that I can wear at winter time at home to make me feel a little bit more feminine rather than just wearing like a jumper and... um like these slaggy pants or whatever um it's so much more fun when you do feel feminine you do feel comfortable at the same time so I hope you do have something that you like to wear at home specifically that makes you feel feminine and makes you feel comfortable makes you feel cute all right so also what you can do this winter is learn to make your essential oil Blah. Essential oil. <laughs> Why can't I say that? Essential oil perfume. And if you haven't listened to my episode that I did almost a year ago on uh, the perfume of a feminine woman and what is the perfume of your life, go ahead and check that out. I'll put the link in the show notes. It's a great episode. And if you haven't joined my email list, you haven't gotten the workbook on how to work on the fragrance of your life and of course that is a metaphor for how you what what kind of energy you bring into the room and what is your feminine emanation so highly recommend that if you haven't yet gone through that workbook and really thought about it for yourself do it um, it's available if you uh, join my email list and um in that workbook, I also included a 
instruction page on how to make your own essential oil perfume and it's so fun to create your own perfume like honestly it brings you back to childhood at least where I was picking up um, rose petals and and putting them in water to make rose water that I used as a quote-unquote perfume and it was so fun so using essential oils and learning how to combine them and finding your unique a blend is just so nice so if you want to do that you have that resource available to you and essential oils they're great anyway like I love to diffuse them I love using my Lang Lang essential oil when I'm working out in the morning or stretching and you know finding that stillness and finding that peaceful rhythm before the day begins <laughs> it's so funny my um, I started using that in the living room with the diffuser, like the Lang Lang um, uh, essential oil. And my husband husband walked in and he was like, what are you burning? It smells like cat's pee. <laughs> and I was like, how the heck do you get cat's pee from Lang Lang essential oil? It's so good. It smells like spa. <laughs> it's so relaxing. I don't know, but he doesn't like it. Um, so if you're living with someone, um, you might want to check with them if you're if they're okay with the scent that you are going for. <laughs> but um, he's actually grown used to it by now. Um, he hasn't mentioned anything about the cat's pee um, smell that he gets from it. <laughs> um, and of course, like candles are so great. I love to use candles. I get because it gets really dark really early at least in December like it felt like it started getting dark around 2 p.m. so candles bring so much of that ambiance and all this warm sight lighting instead of like these harsh lights it brings so much ease and comfort I highly recommend it if you use scented candles please make sure that they are high quality that they are not the basic ones that are carcinogenic and toxic like most of scented candles are toxic so I don't recommend them I think there are ones that are like natural perhaps made of essential oil blends and stuff like that so um, they might be better but but do check and do your due diligence around that because you don't want to be burning something that is literally bad for you and gives you headaches and stuff but candles in general, like if they're high quality ones, not the basic ones that you get for cheap from the store, unfortunately, they are so good. They're so wonderful at creating ambiance and, and this comforting feeling. Also for like both ambiance and the scents, like the fragrance and really soaking in this whole body experience where you can create is like a wintry stove pot potpourri um, to really engage your senses in, in that world like there are so many options that you can create uh, there was this website that I wanted to share let me see if I can still find it oh yeah I'll put this um, this link in the description below but there's like nine wonderful winter stove pot potpourri recipes so 
it's affordable and it's just a nice way to again like engage your hearth your, like your kitchen and bringing that warmth as well as the smell or the the scent and the fragrance and uh, if you just think about these wintry uh, scents like nutmeg and white uh, cloves and cinnamon and uh, perhaps like lemon and orange and anise stars and bay leaves and um, what else do we have evergreens sprigs of evergreens and small leafy branches of perhaps a real christmas tree uh, and oh it's so good like honestly i highly recommend it and i'm gonna do this this week again because i haven't done this in a while um there are many recipes here and or you can just throw in whatever you have at home um to create a potpourri to infuse your kitchen with this wonderful scent all right what else do we have okay crafty projects coloring books engaging yourself in art just giving yourself time to do something just for fun not to be productive not to be like okay i need to be creating stuff i need to be productive i need to be working on something but just for you because this is a time in wintering where you get to nourish your soul not just your body but your soul so put your phone away every day at least for a few hours just do it for your mental health and do something fun do something calming do something that um puts you in this flow state even if you feel resistance at first i've noticed that i feel resistance towards starting anything that potentially can take me into a flow state because beginning is always the hardest right <laughs> and if we are in a hyper alert like i need to do this i need to do that i need to like you if you have like a thousand different tabs open in your mind <laughs> in your brain it feels really hard to focus on one thing but that is also healing and then what you can do is bake a wintry spice cake in candlelight and also eat it in candlelight with a cup of nighttime tea or cocoa oh it's just so romantic when you are baking or cooking in candlelight and if you want to be super extra safe you might maybe in at least in kitchen you might want to use uh, battery operated candles that do have that flicker and are still quite nice of course they're not the real thing but if you want to be like super careful if you know yourself to be a safety hazard in the kitchen then maybe opt for the battery operated ones but I oh, just think about how romantic and, and calming that is when you're simply engaging in that act of baking and engaging your tactile senses in it and having some spiced potpourri in the background and, and smelling the spices and and hearing the crackling of or the the slight crackling you could say of a candle it's not really a crackle though that's not the word i was looking for um but anyway so so nice give yourself that as a gift try that out let me know how it goes i'm sure you'll love that experience it's so simple 
and yet we don't make the time for that. And now I want to talk about the whole sort of conundrum around the new year and how we're expected to get on full gear and and just start doing like get into massive action and and turn all turn our lives around in the new year and some people being like no 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 this is winter it's time for wintering it's time for rest and all of that so so if you are still keen on setting intentions and and you do want to set the tone for the new year then how do you balance those two things out where on the other hand there's like this super high pressure to be productive and whatever and also on the other hand this expectation that we should slow down and and it's quote-unquote wrong to be engaging with those things if you are honoring your seasons and 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 how nature works and all that well i have good news for you because the truth is that yes winter is a time for rest but it's also a time for setting intentions and we see this in the way our bodies work like your hormones the way they are when you start bleeding is they're they've dropped and you're permeable and your left and right brain are communicating more easily with each other. And so what that means is that it's easier to be intuitive, to envision um, something that you would like to receive. Like It's an easier time for you to set those intentions because you are in that permeable state of being. You're softer, essentially. And if you do honor that season in a way of, of, okay, it's a time for me to slow down, then you have more spaciousness to receive the insights, the seeds that you're going to plant in this season for the next season to bloom. And it's just all around good. So setting your word of the year or tuning into your word of the year and your goals and how you envision like how this year is going to go and how you are setting that intention to be X, Y, and Z this year and become X, Y, and Z this year. It's all good. It's actually very much honoring the way winter in our hormonal cycle works. So long as you don't put that pressure on yourself to be going into massive action straight away or or being that anxious loop or if you notice that you do have a hundred tabs open in your brain quote unquote all the time then yeah take a step back create spaciousness for you to receive okay what is the next step that you're going to take not the 10 next steps as I always say but the next step forward right and focusing on restorative practices enjoying this time as it is a gift and it won't last forever and there's so much in this season that you can receive right but it's not a time of hyper super active massive action especially not anxious action there's no time for that ever but there's like the the energy that comes with gearing up towards summer and when the light is increasing outside 
then you might feel more in tune with that outward energy and the sort of momentum that comes with it. But winter and wintering is a great time to be working on your inner world. It's a great time to be practicing stillness, to be creating spaciousness within, to be tending to your nervous system, to be tending to your emotional uh, reprocessing skills. It's a great time to be mentored. It's a great time to be laying the foundation for the year, to be also tending to somatic practices, whatever those are for you, and and movement that feels restorative, um, nourishment, nurturing yourself, nurturing your environment, nurturing your relationships, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with God. All of these things are a great time to be um, fo- to be focusing on during winter. And it definitely gets to include setting clear intentions and creating your vision boards and getting excited for what is to come and deciding that you are excited no matter what last year was like. So I hope that this makes sense. I hope that you got something out of this, that you were um, inspired to enjoy the winter season a little bit more. I'd love to know what you thought of this episode. It was a little different from my usual ones, at least of late. So let me know. You can send in a comment on Instagram or drop in a comment on Spotify. Thank you so much for leaving a rating and a review. It helps this podcast so much. And subscribe because I have lots of incredible episodes coming your way um, the next few months that I'm still active doing this before a new phase in my life begins of becoming a mother. (laughs) Wow, that's big. Um, But anyway, (laughs) until next time, go get cozied up and stay in the vibrant flow.